Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Offer deadline on Oak Street, aisle three. Welcome to the housing market. I'm with Redfin, and I'm here to help. I need to sell my house. Great. Redfin charges a 1% listing fee when you buy and sell with us, which is more than half off the usual fee and saves you an average of $8,400. Oh, wow. Is that all? Uh, yep. I'm kidding. You had me at 1%. Want to win? Sell with Redfin. It's real estate done right. Bidding war at the offer's counter in five minutes. Average savings is Redfin refund plus 1% listing fee. Subject to minimums. Not available in all areas. Learn more at redfin.com. Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day. With more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple. And more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of every moment. Even the ones spent stuck in traffic. <sighs> what a beautiful day. Zip into all your favorite Dunkin' Refreshers, like new mango pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Goldilocks Productions presents the Inspiration from Spirit show with your host, Reverend Lee Chapin. The focus and goal for this show is to assist humanity in the awakening of a new level of consciousness that will bring peace to planet Earth. Welcome, I'm your host, Lee Chapin. So glad you joined us today. We have a special, special guest. We have a delightful, well, I'm going to call him a friend, but he is a powerful sound healer, musician. Fred Mayer is with us today. So delighted to have him. You are in for a surprise. It is going to be so much fun. So get your dancing shoes on because we are going to have a blast. I want to welcome all those new listeners with us again. So if this is your first time, thank you for joining in to Goldilocks Production and to my show, Inspiration from Spirit. If you're a loyal follower and a Patreon, thank you again for being a part of our family. We really appreciate you. My show is always a delight for me. It's a joy to be here with all these special guests. There's so many amazing light workers out there, and Fred Mayer is one of those. He's a teacher, musician, sound healer. Fred earned four degrees in music, including a PhD in music therapy. His teaching experience started in 1977 in a remote village in Alaska, where he began training young musicians and organizing 
music students at that time. And he went on to conduct orchestra bands and choirs all over the U.S. In 2012 and 13, he turned his focus to sound healing and began studying in Switzerland, continuing his training in biofield tuning, which I have no idea what that means. But his current musical passion includes acoustical instrument design and construction, and especially tailoring that for ceremonial work. He's a gifted shamanic healer using tuning forts, drum, rattles, crystal pyramids, and much more. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the show, Fred. I have been in your presence and have listened to your music, and you are amazing. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for inviting me today, and thanks, everybody out there, for joining us. Uh, It's a real honor and a pleasure to be here today. Um, I am in western New York today. Uh, I have been residing in Ashland, Oregon, and I am sort of a refugee from the fires and smoke out west, and I want to send my heartfelt blessings and healing and love to all my friends back on the West Coast, back in uh, Ashland and in Oregon, and my family, my daughter, who's in Ashland, my son and grandkids, and his wife uh, up in Kaiser in the Salem area, who are really suffering through a horrific fire season. And I know some of my closest friends who have gotten burned out. And um, so... I had the opportunity with my wife, Linda, to to leave the area, opening up some space for someone else who needed a place to kind of gather themselves back together. So I'm happy to be on the show um, and I'm I'm safe and well. And I wish the best to my friends who are still in um, in among the smoke and fires and continuing to, to to hold it down there. So sending my love and I want to dedicate this show to all the people who are suffering from fires and smoke, especially um, and being displaced by that at this time. So this goes out to you folks. Thank you, Fred. I know it's, it's, it's heartbreaking to see what's happening. And this is part of what I wanted to bring you on the show today was because I know you're a sound healer and we have similar interest in the metaphysical field and understanding about what's happening with the energy of purification that's taking place on the planet. So I want to start there a little bit, I guess, um, We've give your introduction. I guess if there's something else that you wanted to uh, to bring forward in terms of your credentials, but I wanted to move right into the fact that a lot is happening, so that we can understand really what's happening here on the earth. Yeah, purification. You know, um, purification um, on one level can can really work with all the elements. Uh, there's purification by fire. There, there's purification by water. There's purification with the air. And there's purifying the earth. So I think it's always helpful to to drop in and be in contact with those elements and purifying the ethers as well, you know, your your own energetic field. So whatever you each of us feels is an important way to do that. There is no wrong way. So I would just encourage people to continue to touch in with the elements that are most potent for them that they feel like contacting each morning, each morning I go through and acknowledge all the elements. And if it's raining, that element gets acknowledged first. <laughs> you know, if, if there's, if there's, if there's fires, I acknowledge that element and, and trust that that is being fulfilled. Um, if the winds are blowing, I trust that. Uh, if it's just a beautiful earth day, you know, that I acknowledge all of those elements. Um, and, and that's just an important part of, of my daily practice in trying to stay in touch with, um, with, uh, with what's going on around me and, 
again, once again, just acknowledging and, and thanking those elements for being present and working with those elements, both in, in music and, uh, you know, as a gardener, as a grower, uh, all those kinds of things. So um, the purification process is unique um, in, in each one of these elements, and um, they express it in sometimes catastrophic ways and sometimes very refreshing ways. So um, the full range is always and it just seems like uh, a, uh, being in touch with that is the best way to kind of get through when it feels uncomfortable. And part of what you do as a musician, as a sound healer, is really changing energy or changing the vibration and bringing positive and uplifting energy. Tell us a little bit about how sound therapy works. All right. Let's just talk about sound. And let's also talk about sound as music. One of the things that I have been working with and trying to understand more deeply is is the connection with with sound and music and when is when are things music and musical and when are things purely sound and not necessarily wanting to interface with the musical world and that occupies has occupied my my thoughts and my efforts for a number of years so i think that the easiest way to me for me to think about it is that music has some sort of conscious organization. Okay, so if we're thinking about music that we that we listen to through either live music or some reproduced sound source, um, you know, it, it's, it's a music that like Beethoven thought out the whole symphony or, you know, a rap artist has a particular sound in mind and that's organized, okay? But the consciousness of organizing sound goes beyond just the music that we listen to. Okay, so we sit out in nature in a sense, that's another song of which the consciousness, another consciousness has created that sequence of sounds. And as a human being, we can sit down and say, okay, well, uh, this doesn't sound like R&B. This sounds like birds and bees. Okay. So, <laughs> so, um, so then changing our way of hearing and listening to the sounds around us can put us in touch with the consciousness that made that music, okay? Mm -hmm. And then there's music of the spheres where the actual vibrations between planets and heavenly bodies has its own frequency and has its own uh, interaction. So my, my, my definition today of music is any kinds of sounds that are consciously organized, okay? Then there are sounds that we use specifically for therapy that may not take on a musical context. One of the ones I'm most familiar with is using tuning forks. Mm -hmm. And the, the, two, er the, the two, two areas that I have uh, been trained with, well, one was Tomado, which is um, uh, the, it's the uh, Academy of uh, Color, Sound, uh, Color, um, Color Sound and Movement. And this uses, this uses tuning forks. This uses tuning forks on shoe points of the five element Chinese medicine. So the different meridians have specific points that we put these, uh, the tuning forks on to get the kind of effect that we want. Um, and it's, it's really, it's very powerful. And there are 12 meridians and there are 12 notes to the Western scale. So when you have a, a, a system of sound healing that you are convinced of, that you can practice, it works. There's all kinds of sound healing works. So another is the biofield tuning, which is um, 
I want to mention also Tom and Doe is, is my teachers were um, my teachers were Fabian Mamal and Terrace Unsold. And I want to thank them very much for all that they imparted to me. And also another teacher that uses forks is the woman by the name of Eileen Ekusnik. And she does bio she looks at the body as an electrical field. And strangely enough, if you have a tuning fork in your hand for enough time, you can strike the fork and you can bring the fork into one's third field and you can feel where there are aberrations. Mm-hmm. So uh, there are sort of like knots in your electric field around you. Many of you know about the physical body, etheric body, mental body, emotional body. So as you pass through these fields, you feel these knots. Well, these knots are incoherent, random, uh, jagged energy. And the the coherence of of a waveform tends to calm those down. And then you can move those, you can move this incoherent energy back into the center line of the body and then actually cone that out of the body uh, through a chakra. And that transforms and transmutes that energy and and gets away from you. the importance of, of really trying to release electrical, in, incongruent, jagged electrical energy and emotional energy from your field is that because we know that many, many diseases mm-hmm. are caused from electrical stuff in your field that then coalesces and makes it into the body and creates um creates disease of, of one, one sort or another. There is a whole body of people who believe that cancer is an emotional disease. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I'm, I'm in, in no camps on this. I'm in all camps on this. So I think that it's important to keep your, your etheric field clear. So um, we're gonna, I'm, I'm going to demonstrate or, and share with you a, a, a several different ways that I do that. Um, but one other thing I want to do before we, we get into more blah, blah, is let's make some music. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the easiest way. And so that's your favorite. Uh, that's, uh, that's one of the things I really like to do. Okay. So what makes music healing? Do you have a, what, what's your thought on that, Lee? What makes music, he, what makes music healing? What makes music healing? Um, uh, Gosh, I don't know. I guess the only thing I can think of is that it's just the vibration that the vibrational frequency that harmonizes, you know, with your essence is really the best way I can say it. I don't know if that's true or not true. Yeah, well, it's true for you. So it's absolutely true. If it feels good, then then it's healing. You know, it's like if it's like some music, like if you listen to something and you're like, oh, that's so soothing. And then you may listen to something else and it may be more grating. So apparently everything is, you know, again, vibrational frequency. So what is an, what is an alignment? So a part yeah. of this sound healing that we're talking about today is really to help us to align to the a vibration of peace is what I was hoping that we could help people understand that we can use um, these different, you know, you have different tuning forks, you have the, um, the rattles, the drums, you know, your voice, everything just harmonizing the body so that we can return back to a state of peace. Great. And that state of peace does a lot of things. It, first of all, balances and calms you so that whatever you need can come through. Mm-hmm. And I think most of the sound healers that I know and, and the ones that I work with and in my work, it's a matter of balancing the body's energy and calming mm-hmm. it down so mm-hmm. that 
all of the important transmissions that you are destined to receive can be more easily received. Mm-hmm. Okay. And sound changes. How do I say it? Sound ch- We're so overstimulated with so much energy that as you are now going to bring this music forward, what's your intention today in terms of, of, I don't know what instrument you're going to play, but what's the intention today that you wish to bring forward? Because there's like so much stimulation. I mean, we're here with our computers. We're here with our cell phones. You know, we're here just with the electrical magnetic energy around us. We're overly stimulated. Our central nervous systems are overloaded. Tell us what this is going to, to do to, biologically for us. You know, if we could have scripted this on paper, this could not have been a better lead-in for what I want to talk about next. Oh. All right. I so, must be psychic. You reckon? <laughs> so um, many of you have heard the music of Jonathan Goldman. Mm-hmm. And I've read much of what he's written and listened to a lot of his music and, and met him and um, had some conversations with him. He probably doesn't remember, but I do. And Johnny Goldman has a really wonderful simplistic formula that has an analogy in the noisy stuff that we're listening to mm-hmm. on a daily basis, okay? So let's talk about the noise first, then we'll talk about the peaceful stuff that Johnny describes. Okay, when we listen to, let's say, a broad, like this podcast right now, there is a carrier signal over which we superimpose the audio and video. And then when it gets to the, dis- dis- the destination, the carrier signal is filtered out, and what's left is the audio that we have intended, the information that we have intended. This has been going on for over 100 years of radio, where an AM signal had a voice or music superimposed in it. And then that was then taken into the radio receiver. The carrier wave was filtered out and the music or this, the spoken word was, was heard and, and um, became the, the communication. So what Jonathan Goldman says is that that sound plus intention creates healing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this puts a tremendous responsibility on any sounds that we create. And a lot of people who know me know that I don't really talk a lot. I really, you know, I'll let the other people do the talking. When I have something to say, I say it and I'm done. This is about as much talking as I've done in a year. So <laughs> I'm going to get a year's worth in your hour. So, Hell, I, I'm a listener. Okay, so that's good. All right, so. That that so the, the the intention that you send through the sound that you create is what is received and felt because music and sound is a, a language of emotion. Mm-hmm. Words take on uh, filter into a different part of the uh, of the of our being. You know, we 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 try to, we hear the import the, the meaning of the words. We hear the inflection that people are putting behind it, and you know what their communication is. So. Um, the thing that really drove this home to me uh, for the first time was um, I'm going to tell a story about my daughter. Okay. My, my, my daughter's an adult, very successful woman. And um, she's a, a, a really good musician. And so in her early days, she was practicing piano. So it's like, okay, it's time to practice piano. I don't want to practice time to practice. No, I'm not going to get back. Okay. 
Dun, 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 dun. Okay, so what is the emotion that's coming through that sound? She was ticked okay. off, right? Mm -hmm. And so the responsibility of the musician is to really feel within their body what it is that they wish others to share. Mm -hmm. It kind of takes on the same thing with, with drama, with the stage, like taking on a character, you know, that, that, that person who is acting a role on stage has to convince you of the, what character that they are, mm -hmm. what, what's going on, the personality with that, the, the plot, the action, da, 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 da. Okay. So the same thing with, with music. So if you want to project and to have people feel love, then how is the best way to do that? I mean, you can say love, da, 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 you know, it's, but, but that's kind of all mental energy. So here's what I've discovered. Here's what I'm going to, to try and bring forth today. And I notice this with people who are uh, really well-trained musicians, people who are sound healers, who work beautifully and intuitively. I've just seen this everywhere. And that is the only thing that you really need to do to, to communicate love through sound <laughs> is simply love the sound that you're making. Uh -huh. Make a beautiful sound. And that makes you feel good. And it sounds good to the listener. And it's easy to do. It gets all the mental stuff. So I'm going to be trying to make some sounds. I'm not going to be trying. I'm actually going to make some sounds that I really love. And I'm going to improvise. And um, I'm playing this instrument called the monocotra. I'm going to get this like framed up a little better. I'm going to play this instrument called the monocotra, which I designed this particular one. Um, this is not the only one around. There are others around that have different features. So um, I'm going to unplug my headphones. Can you hear me? Can I you can. Okay. Yes. Uh -huh. All right. So I'm going to play the monocotra, and uh, the monocotra right now is tuned in G, and it has uh, that's a seasonal tuning, and we can t talk about that here in a few moments. And I'm just going to play a little bit of this. And there are three instruments in one on this monocotra, and I make these, I design them, and I make them. And um, if anybody's really interested, they can go to monocotra.com, and I can do a screen share with that if you want. Let me see. That, uh, do I have that up? There it is. Okay, so monocotra.com. So if you want to um, if you want to get more information about this instrument. So this is an instrument that I designed mainly for, uh, for ceremonial and for sound healing purposes, although you can do it for other use it for other things. I have friends who use them as kirtan singers. I change the tunings every quarter to go with the seasons. Some people like to leave it in a simple tuning. I change the tunings around because um, there's a Tomado tradition that uses that for harmonizing concerts, which we'll talk about also in a few minutes. So I'm going to play the monocotra and also probably play a little bit of viola for you. Um, see how this goes. So enjoy. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you, Fred.
And for those who are listening in and they want to send a comment, please just send your comments of, of how this music might have touched you. So thank you, Fred. That was beautiful. I felt like Thanks. it was like in Turkey and I wanted to dance and have my, <laughs> my little flowing robe and just do some movements. I don't know. I just felt like I was in – I did go to the country of Turkey like uh, two years ago. So I felt like – I don't know. I just felt like uh, – Middle Eastern music, really, really cool. It, it felt, what I got, what t- tapped into me was, I felt like this was awakening me on a very deep cellular level. That's mm. what I, that's what kind of came into my consciousness. Mm. Well, all I was trying to do is make some beautiful sound. So, but the tuning, uh, that particular tuning does sort of bring about, bring a, a feeling of, uh, of the Middle East. Um uh-huh. And uh, the tunings actually are from our Vedic, that's a Vedic tuning that's traditional to the fall. Mm-hmm. It's called Shri, S-R-I, Shri. So that's one of the tunings that I use. There's actually two tunings. There's another tuning on the other side of the bridge. There's a tuning on this side, and then the tuning I just played, the Shri tuning. So each side of this bridge is on the Monocotra has a, a different tuning to it. So um, 
Did you, say you design, did you say you designed this? Well, I designed this particular one. I had seen others that had the monochord, which is the drone, and the koto, but without the tambura strings. So this combines three, three string cultures into one box. And I saw them and I said, you know, I think I could, I'm going to try and make a better mousetrap. That's kind of how I came about it. And um, so I work with some really, really good woodworkers in some shops. And I do the acoustic design and assist in the joinery. And they have the best tools. Everything's dialed in. And they have all the clamps and glue. And we just work together. And I show them what to do. And we discuss some structural ideas. And then we put them together. And um, so this is the third set of prototypes. So we made a run of about six of these and um, about half of them have been sold off. And so I have uh, three more of them. One of them I keep. This one I made just for this escape tour. <laughs> Put this one together. So you, I have, brought this, this brought the, you brought this in your car? Yeah, in my van, yeah. Okay. And then I have another I have another box that is not yet strung up yeah. uh, back in Oregon. And um, so that one's available. And I use different woods with them depending on what's available and what I think might, might sound good. So, so what so other instruments do you play? Well, you know, you heard me play the five-string viola. That, again, was another one of the instruments I designed. It looks like a very traditional instrument, but that was the fifth prototype run. And we made about 10 of those, and those are all distributed. And then we made another run of them in 04 and 05. So it's a five-string viola. So most violins and violas and bowed stringed instruments of the of violin family only have four strings, and, and these have five. So... Um, it's a good teaching instrument. It's a little broader range for for jamming, uh, for improvising. Um, I can play the music. Uh, I can play violin music and viola music all on the same instrument, and it just mm-hmm. kind of fits me better. The viola has a little bit bigger sound, so um, I'm all about having plenty of loud sound. That's one of the things I work on with my students. Number one is get a good sound and make a big loud sound. I said that way you develop the musculature to be able to play loud or soft. If you never develop loud sound, you never be able to play loud. The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400 horsepower Nissan Z or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. So to develop a full range, develop the musculature and the technique to be able to do that. So I want to change uh, gears for just a second. Have okay. you, um, and I don't remember what it's called, but using sound healing with plants. Yeah, so. What's that called? Is I think there was a place called uh in italy and there was a lady that came to uh, st petersburg at the sacred lands in st petersburg and they were doing they were showing how the the plants were responding to music they definitely do respond to music um in my greenhouse i always have the radio playing (laughs) you know to some kind of a musical station there's two things that happen um one of them i can explain has been explained the other one remains the mystery for the plants to explain to us. But the one that's, that's the most obvious is that uh, just gentle vibrations is what stimulates the petioles, which is the pores on the underneath the, yeah, the underneath sides of the, of the leaves. And when birds sing in the morning, that stimulates the plants to be able to open that in as part of their respiration process. 
So oh, that's there's cool. yeah, so there's a physical thing that happens with that with with sound and vibration and the natural kingdom. As far as how plants um, uh, respond to music, we can see whether they're happy plants or not happy plants, but. I, I'm not privy totally to what goes on inside a plant's life and, and consciousness <laughs> process. I do know, and this is maybe come up, I'm going to be on um, Pam's show tomorrow. We're going to be talking about permaculture. I'm going to be sharing some things about plants. Uh, I do know that plants um, do have a consciousness that I can tap in with just on a couple of levels. Um, the story is that I, I, I ran an organic farm for 11 years in the Ozarks in, uh, in Arkansas. When my main cash crop was basil. Restaurants love it. We, Melinda makes oh, incredible pesto. So <clears throat> I prepped this bed, and this bed was, um, let's see, so 36 by 4. So it was like 120 square feet, 150 square feet roughly, okay? So I prepped this bed. I mean, it's been three hours getting this bed ready to put in this full tray of basil. And so I said, well, I better check this out first. So I took off my shoes. And I stood, I held on this tray of basil. said, I prepared this bed for you. Is this where you guys going to want to go? So one of the intuitive tools I use of muscle testing is, is the lean. You know, mm-hmm. you know the lean? Yeah, you know. The, the, yeah, and if like anybody a pendulum. Else, yeah, it's like a pendulum. It's, it's, mm-hmm. And so if any, so I, I did the lean. I said, do you, do you plants want to go? And they went, no. I said, <laughs> what? I just spent three hours prepping this. No. Okay, well, I accept that. So I went down to the next bed. No, next bed. Finally, yes, I noticed that that there was another kind of basil growing in that bed. They wanted to be with their cousins. (laughs) So, uh, how everything has a consciousness. Everything has a consciousness. Everything is conscious. Everything is conscious. And so, what an honor and a privilege to be able to tap into uh, any kind of consciousness that we find uplifting. And uh, can can uh, make the best of in in whatever way to help people and help the help but, the planet help people around us. Well, that's what I was going to say. That was my point because as we talk about being aware of the consciousness of planets, where we can see it, is it what is that called? Curatin or keratin or something? I don't I can't know. Remember. Tell me. I Anyhow, don't know. I don't know. I went. It was um, I witnessed it at the, the sacred lands, and I I. Somebody knows more about it than I do, but I just the, the reason I was bringing this up was because if the plants can respond to music and it can be documented, then we as human beings um, can understand or acknowledge how the music affects us in terms of our own biology. And just like you said, the when the birds sing, then everything is connected. So the birds are are singing and then the plants are responding by opening up so everything has you know divine order so as we begin to truly understand that we are affected by music we can be affected by music it can change uh, our own um, uh, biochemistry or allow us to move into a state of, of grace how important that is for us to intentionally make sure that we have sounds that are healing, that are calming to us in this particular time when, when things are chaotic, when people are overstimulated, when there's a lot of fear, to begin to bring in the healing vibrations to help calm us, to move us back into a state of harmony. You're absolutely right. And um, we each have that mechanism and that tool within us. And it's known as our voice. And so this is something else that... Um, that I wanted to talk about today. Um, you, as a teacher, part of my job 
is to put myself out of a job, right? I mean, you want to share enough mm-hmm. information and knowledge that whoever is there to take that in um, can then use that and run with it and do and create on their own. Okay, so I think also my uh, my my obligation as uh, uh, in the sound healing world is to empower people to be able to take care of themselves. I think it's great to have to, to, to be around and to have all my colleagues who work in sound healing and music to help support people who, who have a need. But how about if we learn some techniques today, right now, that you can put yourself at ease and transform your 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 mental, your emotional chemistry, your body chemistry, and even get in touch with your own DNA and do some epigenetic uh, tweaking as well. So would you like me to talk a little more? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so to show you just, just, just one, one story about how powerful our voices are. Um, There is a, um, there's a, a a French sound healer, uh, alchemist, uh, um, get away. Turn my phone down, but it came back on. Um, uh, acoustician and physician, and his name is Alfred Tomatis, and he died in I think two thousand and two, two thousand four. And he's a Frenchman. And uh, in the in the early sixties and mid sixties, of course, there was Vatican II, and at the Council of Vatican II, they said we are no longer going to be singing everything in Latin. Services will be held in the vernacular language of the country where the churches are. So in France, there was a monastery where um, they had to follow this. And the Latin Vespers and the music that they were singing uh, for hundreds and hundreds of years was suddenly banned. And they were now coming up with a new liturgy and new musical um, uh, uh, songs and and musical service. And the monks fell ill. They became Mm -hmm. sick. The monastery called in physicians. They tried to treat them. Nothing worked. So somehow Dr. Tomatis came to the monastery and interviewed and checked out and examined all these monks. He said, well, what are you doing now that's different than what you were doing before? What's changed? They said, well, we're no longer singing. He says, well, go back and start singing the way you were. <laughs> I instantly got better. <laughs> Imagine that. So the voice is, is our, our most personal, immediate healing tool to be used by everyone. So how do we do this? Um, since I'm sort of on this refugee run out from the West, I did not bring a, a singing bowl with me. <clears throat> but I'm going to try and demonstrate. Okay, I'm going to show you three things. Here we are. I'm going to show three things, okay? One is you can use a bowl, but instead I'm just going to use the drone. I'm going to use the monocore and monocotra. And what I'll do is I'm just going to, I'm going to match my voice to the drone. And I'm just going to sing clear. Clear my physical field. Mm-hmm. Clear my etheric field. Clear my mental field. 
clear my emotional field. As then I'm saying, I'm also going to let my voice rise mm-hmm. and then come back down. Okay. Cool. So if you like yeah. the saying, this is a good vocal <laughs> technique. I don't, you know, I have an okay voice, not a great voice. You don't have to have a great voice. You can have any kind of voice. This is this is your healing tool, and however you want to to use it and deploy it is is what's what's important. So this is demo number one. This works a lot better with a bowl because there's the bowl has a really clean, clear mm-hmm. pitch, and you can match your voice, and you can do funny things with the bowl. Like you can get uh-huh. really close to the pitch and it starts to waver, and then the angels come in and they like, oh, this is <laughs> very ticklish to us, you know. So so that happens, and then you can sing other intervals and get multiple multiple tones so anyway i'll do a little bit of that and just just give you a demo of that oh cool can't wait okay So it's just the act of singing, and as you harmonize with this drone, um, it's just uh, you just play with the tones. And if you feel an area that is a little bit uh, not where you want it to be, not in sync, a little bit aberrant, then you sort of sing into that. 
and you linger there as you're feeling where it is, especially if you if you sort of scan as you're singing, you just allow the sound to emanate out into your auric field and find places that are a little uh, scratchy, a little bit, you know, in, a, in need of attention. And when you create this coherent energy of your voice and the the sound waves of um, of a specific tone, then that tends to break that incoherent energy up and move it out. It just can't stand the the congruent and coherent energy. And it tends to go back to something that's much more peaceful. So but I know I was going to say, I know that you had injured your shoulder and you weren't able to play for a long time. How did that, did that affect you in any way? Because I know, because I can feel your joy and your excitement. And I know the, the music just really uh, energizes you and it's like, it just, it's in your blood. Did you, did you feel a little bit different when you weren't able to play? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, fortunately, um, I just used some other outlets. Like I became the one heart, the, the one armed gardener for a while. Um, <laughs> and uh, I ended up doing, I ended up writing a couple of compositions, you know, and things I'd had kicking around. So, well, I'm not doing too much playing, but at least I can get on the keyboard and, you know, write a score and, and, um, you know, and, and keep moving from, from that end. So, um, yeah, there's so many different, I mean, there, I have, there's a lot of musical outlets that you can explore. Um, so I was, I was able to keep myself somewhat sane like that, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's great to get back and to be able to, you know, to, to play. I'm still building to up play. my endurance on that. So. so are you, do you teach now? Do you still teach for those who might be interested in your knowledge? Do you teach sure. online? Do you have a website or tell us a little bit more about, you yeah, know, the how best people way to get can in access? Contact with Thank you, Lee. Yeah, the best way to get in contact with me right now is uh, just go to the uh, monocotra.com site, and all my contact information is there. So it's fiddlinfred51 at, at Gmail or my Fred Mayer PhD at Gmail, and there's a phone number there. So that's the best way is to go to the Monocotra site. Or if you're interested in, in acquiring a Monocotra, that's another thing. So, yeah, I teach. Um, uh, I mean, I've taught from – Four-year-olds who really kicked my butt. I had three four-year-old <laughs> girls trying to learn violin. Wipe me out. We'll never do that again. They they totally they they took the cake. It was ten weeks where I learned so much from them that uh, <laughs> it's, it's just unbelievable. So uh, and uh, I think my oldest student was eighty-five. So I teach violin, viola. I can start people out on cello, bass. I teach a little guitar, a little bit of mandolin. Um, you know, music theory, composition, uh, you know, I conduct ensembles. So um, if you just want to talk about music and sound healing, I'd be happy to share anything. Um, and, you know, we, we can work something out and talk online or uh, however it works out best. So, yeah, I'm happy to do that. And thanks. Uh, thanks for mentioning. And your instruments, those are for sale. You still you have plenty or you have to design. Yeah, I have um, I have two for sale, this one and one other that's just the box that I have to string up. So. There's some things that we can customize on it if you wish or not. And then uh, I have to put the, the, the woods together and make another run of them. So mm-hmm. it's not like I'm in a steady production of those. I make a bunch, sell them off, make some more, sell them off. That's kind of the way it works best for me. You're never idle, are you, Fred? <laughs> <laughs> Only when I really, really want to be. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I was, you know, reading your bio. I was like, oh my gosh, you've done so much, you know, and you're so creative. And I mean, just designing those things, like, how do you know how to do this? I don't know. It just blows my mind. But anyhow, I, I'm just in awe. And I just want to say thank you for, you know, using all your gifts and talents to, to help people and to bring this information forth today. Well, thanks. So I do want to go over two other other things where you can use your voice, okay? And it's going to get easier. That one might be a little tricky for people. So um, there is um, there is a book that I, I'm going to put this up on the screen. It's called the five the five warrior seed syllables by Denzin Wanyang Rinpoche, a Tibetan. And um, these syllables also go with um, uh, visualizations. And the syllables, uh, he, he comes from the Bon Buddhist tradition. And the syllables, the first syllable uh, is for the upper chakras. If you're in the seven chakra system, I also use the 12 chakra system. But so the first one is for your upper two chakras. And then and that's the syllable ah. And then there's om for the voice. And then um, for the heart. Uh, let me see, I have it, is Hung, and then solar plexus is Ram, and the lower two chakras is Tsa. And so I would really, I, I would, I, I have used this practice a lot. And when you're needing some peace, if you, this book comes with an audio so that you can go through this. And his explanation of each of these warrior seed sounds um, is is really worth reading and understanding. And so, by uh, chanting these syllables and, and focusing on the different parts of your body and um, the image that goes with that. And there's, he has specific images and um, I won't really spoil, spoil the plot for you, but I would encourage you to look into that if you'd like to use your voice and your voice is your most immediate healing tool. If you are looking for, uh, relief and release in any way you have your own built-in mechanism and you can use it and move forward and is super helpful. I mean, you don't have to go any further, especially in these times when people are worried about, you know, cash flow and stuff like that, you know, just use your voice. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help people with that. So the scene, the Cecil was like, no, He has a particular visualization. And he also uh, brings in part of this this meditation, this release is not only to let go of stuff, to bring, but also to bring in uh, positive qualities. And he uses what's known as the four immeasurables, and the four immeasurables are. Uh, described as loving kindness. Compassion. Equanimity. And joy. And so at a certain point, once you have released and gotten yourself sort of leveled out, then you can invite one of these um, um, immeasurables in, which is 
helpful for humanity and for your interactions with um, those around you and just your general environment of, uh, of people that you might meet on a daily basis. So I'd really also recommend, in addition to singing to a drone, if you got a bowl, it's the most fun with the bowl. You'll get lost for 15, 20 minutes, come back and go, I feel so much better now. So, and then also the, the, the five uh, warrior seed syllables, that visualization and vocalization, super helpful. And, and finally, there's, there's another method that I picked up from a guy named Christian Michelson. Uh, I, I studied some life coaching with him and business coaching with him. And he calls this, I don't know if he came up with this or he has a team of people and someone on his teammate, but he presents it. And it's called the peace process. And this is one I think people will find very easy to do and very meaningful. And that is sometimes, I would say most of the time, if you are anxious about something, if you close your eyes and go within, you can find a location physically in your body where that anxiety is focused. Mm-hmm. Might be in a certain part of your head, frontal, back, ears, you know, might be in your chest, might be here, might be in your gut, you know, might be in your knee, might be in your big toe, who knows? And so what you do is just simply sing the word peace or any tone and you sing right into that spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like it's in your heart that we go like, and, and the interesting thing is sometimes depending on where the, the location is, your voice might want to go higher or lower depending. And so allow your voice to modulate to higher or lower and just sing into that spot. Like, it's like for my heart, like, ah, And you'll feel it change. It might move around, it might get smaller, it might get bigger. And just follow it for a while until it kind of dissipates or calms itself down. So that's that's a technique that you can use um, whenever you feel free to open up and use your voice. And um, just let the folks around you know that, um, you know, this is what's going on. If you don't like it, uh, just hang in with me for a few minutes until I'm feeling better. And uh, so those three techniques, you know, sing with a drone, let your voice go up and down, clear your fields. Um, If you want something that also clears and brings in uh, positive qualities, I suggest um, the the, this Buddhist, uh, uh, the Tibetan chanting and then the peace method which is just sing into a spot that feels the discomfort of the anxiety. Mm-hmm. And our time is running short here, but I wanted to say this before uh, we finish up. When you were uh, using your voice or chanting or whatever you want to call it, I began to see different aspects of you. So it's like I was seeing other past lives of you. So your, your face began to change. That happens to me sometimes when I, I go into somewhat of an altered state. And so it was like there was different aspects of you, different essence cells of you that were coming through. It was like really cool. <laughs> anything, you want, anything you want to tell me about on the, on the podcast? No, I would well, no, I just, I was like, you know, just, I just started seeing different faces and different energy coming through you. So I know that it was a part of your, your essence cells that were working with you. So I've, that happens to me sometimes. So I was like, Oh, so I knew this was powerful because it started, you know, 
change in my third eye. My, th- my own third eye was being affected by that. So I wanted to leave that. But we just have a few minutes left. Can we go ahead and give people your contact information if they are interested in any of your um, instruments out of purchase or in teaching or contacting you today? Right. I think the best thing is just to go to the monocotra.com. Can you see this on the screen? I can't see that, hon. No, but I'm sure that. No. Okay. Well, let me, let me, let me spell it out. Okay. Sorry. I thought I could do a screen share there, but apparently not. Okay. So um, it's M-O-N-O, mono. How about, let's see. I'll, I'll, let me type it in the, let me type it in the comments. Okay. That might help because some people can see the comments. Okay. And then I think your email is fiddlinfred at gmail.com. Is that correct? Uh, I think it's easier just to use the, um, uh, uh, just use Fred Mayer PhD. That's easy. It's M-A-Y-E-R, Fred Mayer PhD at Gmail. Um, And so this is also, let me just put this up here. So I just put up in the comments, monoculture.com. Can you see that in the comments? Yeah. Okay. So that. That's um, that's a good contact yeah. for me, and my phone number and email address um, is there. Um, or you can get – I mean, I'm on Facebook. Um, that's another way to get in contact with me. So um, send me a friend request. Say you're interested in Monocotra or whatever else you'd like. So um, – and I'm happy to work with anybody about, um, you know, any of this kind of stuff. So – the question is, what is the name of the book and the author? Is what someone okay? Uh, let me let me get that post. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut and paste this. Put my glasses on so I can see. Yeah, let me let me get this. Um, I have this on another screen, so let me just get this right here, and then I'm gonna paste it right in here. Okay, there you go. Thank you for your your time with us, Fred. It's always you a delight. It. It's great. I'm. I'm. I um, hope that you can get back home safely soon. And I know that wherever you go, you're spreading your light and your love. You and your life, Linda, and you know you're doing great work wherever you go. So, being a refugee is probably it has mixed emotions, but I know you're leaving your trail of love and light. So throughout the country, so doing the best I can all the and time. And thanks for coming. And thanks for coming to see me in Illinois. That was oh that yeah, was, that was just a week ago. Seemed like so much yeah, fun. We had a, a great discussion. That was so much fun. What a blessing! So yeah, yeah, you took all your time to come. So thank you yeah. again. I appreciate it. Our, thank I'll you. See thank you, soon, you Good luck with your show with Tim, Pam tomorrow. Um, right. Uh, thank you all so much. All right. Thank you, Fred. Okay. Bye bye. Just. I want to again say thank you, Fred Mayer. Fascinating show. Love the music. He's so talented. He has a plethora of knowledge. So tune in tomorrow with Pam Silver Eagle's show. I believe that's us Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, I believe. Conversations, enlightening conversations with Pam Silver Eagle. Next week, I have Alania Starhawk. We're going to talk about her book, Divine Self, Awakening and Sacred Remembrance. Uh, October 19th and October 26th, I won't be having shows. So next week will be my last show until until November. Uh, So again, I'm really, really excited and delighted to have Alania Starhawk. She is uh, from the St. Pete, Florida area, and she has this beautiful book, Divine Self, Awakening and Sacred Remembrance. So I'll be having that. Uh, as well, remember, every Monday morning, I channel the mystical teachings of Mary Magdalene. I put this out on my Facebook, as well as the audio goes on to my YouTube channel, 
So you can just Google Lee Chapin, L-E-A-C-H-A-P-I-N, to find that audio recording of the mystical teachings of Mary Magdalene. And then my book, Divine Union, The Love Story of Jesus and Mary Magdalene, is available on Amazon. It's also available on my website, both in print, Kindle, and on my website, uh, audiobook only, as well as my book, The Twelve Mastery Teachings of Christ. Christ, I teach a lesson from this every month. I will be teaching the 10th lesson, which is the lesson of remembrance, on October 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And so these books are very powerful teachings of the Christ essence, and I wish you to take a look at those on my website, leechapin.com. So again, I want to say thank you again for Fred Mayer for being here with us today. Everybody have a great day. Go forward, use your voice, and allow your beautiful light to shine. And namaste. Have a great week. <laughs> Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP patron. Receive exclusive access to live stream special and other epic packs. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP community today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.